Welcome everyone to the Let's Talk ICP podcast. Today is our episode number 56. Uh, we have an excellent project uh, with a lot of potential. Uh, also like OGs, uh, founders from the ICP ecosystem. Uh, it's a pleasure to invite today uh, George Basadone and Tina Rorner. They are the founder and co-founders uh, of State DAO. That's a cool project, to be honest. They are trying to revolutionize uh, vacation rentals through blockchain. Uh, and yeah, you can own your or, uh, vacation homes starting with $100 anywhere. That's, that's super cool. Thank you so much, guys, uh, Tina and George, for being with us today. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank Thanks for the invitation. Nice. Uh, yeah, as, as always, let's start introduce yourselves, please, uh, Tina, if you want to, to start, and then George. Tell us more about you and also about the, the path until now. I know you have a long path on the ICP ecosystem. If you can dive in more, it would be great. Thanks. Yeah, sure. So <clears throat> for myself, my, my main background is in finance. I've worked mostly in Asia, investment banking, private equity in the last 10 years in development finance, where we provide capital to financial institutions. In terms of my involvement with the IC, it's been for the past few years, where I've been involved. I'm also a node provider and have worked together with George on that for sort of the past two years or so. Cool. Thank you. And you, George? Yeah, Javier. So I'm, I'm George. Um, my background is out, out of college. I went down the corporate route for, for a number of years, um, focusing more on the automotive sector. Um, and then I decided to go down the entrepreneurial route. So the last decade or so, I've been very focused on starting companies, uh, scaling companies, in particular, my, my, uh, my most recent company, which is very focused in the automotive defense sector. And uh, so I kind of successfully started that company, scaled it up, um, and uh, then slowly exited that around three years ago uh, to focus pretty much full time on, on uh, let's say, crypto, blockchain, Web3. So um, super, super excited about the IC. Um, I sort of came in around the Genesis time, um, you know, just reading up on, on what uh, Definity were, were, were building and the technology advancements that they were focused on was super, super exciting. And then slowly getting to know a lot of the key people within the ecosystem kind of convinced me that the whole scalability, security and decentralization piece was really being um, solved by, by Definity. So um, I kind of fell down the rabbit hole there and like Tina mentioned, uh, became a node provider soon after and then started investing in various projects within the ecosystem. So um, over the last, let's say, 18 months, I've been kind of heavily focused on working with various founders in the ecosystem, supporting them both financially, but also with with time. So they've been very, very strategic, which then led to this sort of opportunity of a state DAO, where I think Tina and I got our heads together and, and said the next logical step is to start something. So here we are, and uh, it's been about 16 months in, and we're super excited about what we can do with this with this particular protocol. Mm -hmm. That's that's amazing. And I'm curious, you, are, you mentioned you are here from Genesis, that is uh, almost like more than two years or two years and a half ago. Uh, it was like May 2021, if I'm not wrong. That's right. Yeah. Um, how like you meet Internet Computer, or how it was the first time that you hear about uh, you know, I assume like you listened before about uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum, right? But 
how like it was in your mind the first time that you hear like ICP and say like, wow, that's that's incredible. I, I need to be here. I need to be part of this ecosystem. I need right. to, you know, to invest in projects and, and maybe like be a node provider as, as you are. How it was the, the process? So I, I got into crypto in 2017. Um, and like most people, when I got into crypto, um, you know, I saw the tremendous, um, let's say, opportunity within the space within the asset class, not just as an investor, but obviously moving towards a world where we're becoming more and more digitized. I, I saw blockchain as the next evolutionary phase. And uh, so, you know, with Ethereum and, and the introduction of smart contracts, um, that became super interesting to see the whole application layer be de being developed out. But really, it was an original seed investor um, that introduced me to the space. And I happened to have met him and we started talking about blockchain in general. And then he sort of introduced um, ICP and Definity, and he said, look, have a look at these guys, because really the technology that they're building is really quite kind of unique. And it's really going to, to allow for the kind of next generation of dApps to really run on chain. And so that's kind of when I started looking at um, everything that was being developed. And I think it was the reverse gas model, which was the first big thing that kind of hit me on the head especially as I experienced the cost of transactions um, with Ethereum in particular um, back in, uh, you know, 20, late 2022, sorry, late 2020 and kind of mid 2021. And so the whole concept of the reverse gas model was super interesting. Um, and then as I kind of started understanding more about the technology behind the blockchain, I really started getting, getting convinced. And then of course, you know, listening to all the talented developers and engineers um, I mean, just starting with Dom in particular, you know, listening to his vision of where he thinks this is going to go was incredibly inspiring. So putting all of that together, I said, well, this is truly a unique proposition, which I think um, has has a, a, a massive potential to reinvent um, the Internet as we see it today. And so that's kind of what got me in. And sort of the more I threw myself in, the more I became intrigued with the amount of applications you could actually envision on the internet computer so it's been it's been a super exciting journey that's kind of now led us to to a state DAO. but yeah very very bullish around the the blockchain itself and the ecosystem and um and, and got a lot of conviction in terms of where this is going mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah george i love the way that you you know your passion and you know uh, i'm totally bullish as well and uh, I can see, like you know, all the the passion that reflected in in, in your words, and uh, you know all the things that you are doing for the ecosystem, like for a long, long time ago. In your case, Tina, I assume is more or less the same story. Are you like? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I had been, you know, I'd been sort of dabbling in crypto a little bit, not not too much, and I was working with George on another venture back in 2020 that we were looking into, but didn't in the end go ahead with. And at one point, I still remember he sent me like this message was like, hey, look at ICP. And I'm like, what? Like, I didn't even know. Like, I was like, it's a stock. <laughs> but then I realized I was like the internet computer. And I'm like, what kind of name is that? And then I looked it up and I'm like, yeah, well, it is the internet computer, actually. Like, there couldn't be a better name for it, indeed. So I, you know, I, I was really just fascinated by the real decentralized idea of it and the whole infrastructure behind it and all the applications that you can build on that, sort of one of the, the greater vision of it. 
beyond just being some of the other cryptos, which have kind of a very limited maybe application period and, and very limited vision of what you will do with it versus this was very unique. And so I was, I was highly intrigued from the get go and uh, here we are today. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. And yeah, let, let's dive in more about the, you know, the last stage that you are now, right. You start with investing like as, a, as an early investors, then you are also part of the node, node, uh, node providers community on, on the internet computer. Now you are, you know, building this state DAO for more than six months that you mentioned before. What is exactly state DAO? And uh, you mentioned like both of you, your background is not in, in real estate, if I'm not wrong, but uh, I'm so curious, right? What is exactly this state DAO and, and, and what are you building, guys? So, so although, let's say, we haven't got um, direct, let's say, um, uh, working experience within the real estate, let's say, field, um, both of us, I mean, Tina more so has had a focus more on finance throughout her career. Um, from my point of view, much more as an investor and as an entrepreneur, I have bought and sold property uh, throughout the last 10 years. Um, and, and the two of us, when we got together, the one thing that we, we have both experienced was the concept of buying a secondary home, right? A holiday home. Um, you know, myself, I had bought a property in South Africa about six years ago. So I had gone through the, prop, the whole process of what it's like to buy a secondary holiday home the challenges of doing that, you know, and when you're buying something in another country, sometimes you might have language barriers that you have to deal with, um, local knowledge, for example, um, you're having to rely on all these third party and intermediaries in order to actually do a transaction and do a deal. So the cost of the transaction can be can be very, very high. And, you know, certainly from my experience, it could be maybe as high as 10% of the value of the actual property. And then you start going into the issue of, well, I want to enjoy the property, but I also wanted to, to, to generate a little bit of yield so that I can pay for some of my expenses. So then you start saying, how do I do that? Do I then work through a local agency? Which local agency do I work with? How do I verify that they're not completely ripping me off, that they're looking after my property? So there's all these different challenges in terms of actually owning a secondary home, but everybody you know, uh, aspires to, to do so because it's you know, anyone that enjoys to travel um, you know, the idea of having a home in a really nice area um, somewhere around the world is, is very, very appealing. So, you know, Tina had similar experiences on her side. So we said, well, how, how can we create something that can kind of solve a lot of those pain points, um, create a lot of value to the customer, be incredibly transparent and very, very easy to use. And, and obviously we needed to do that in a digital format. Um, and really that's when the idea came of, well, can we find a way to do this in Web3 to make it super easy, super equitable for anyone to be able to come in, um, not only get some exposure in what is effectively the largest asset class in the world. I think real estate to date is probably a hundred trillion dollar dollar uh, asset class, um, but also enjoy that 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 property. And so that's the that's where the idea of estate DAO came. And then we said, well, it's really marrying two concepts. One which is investing in real estate and the other which is this Airbnb concept, which is to say, well, um, you know, I'll invest and at the same time I'll be able to enjoy having, um, you know, nights in, in, a, in a portfolio of properties. 
Um, and that platform also will be the main vehicle that we'll, we will use to generate some kind of free cash flow on the back of those properties, which will then get given out to all the token holders in, uh, in the ecosystem. And so view it almost like an investment and Airbnb concept merged together, um, which we build a community around that can benefit from um, capital appreciation on the property, enjoying the property themselves um, and developing uh, monthly cash flow. And so, you know, you put all that together and it's quite a powerful value proposition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Uh, um, and why like, uh, you know, you focus in on the vacation, vacation homes. Um, what is in your opinion in general, the market, uh, in which countries you would like to, to start? Um, because yeah, we, we have like here, like different aspects. Of course, you know, the population, millennials, uh, they are also like, uh, you know, the next generation or the people that they are going to buy second houses, right, right across the globe. Also, the the um, the popularity, right, of, of these uh, uh, platforms, as you mentioned, like online platforms that you want to, uh, you can, um, you know, um, rent a property or or like or buy a home right like for the second second uh vacation or, or sorry for like home vacation what is exactly the the opportunities that you can see here in this uh in this business model because i think this is so disruptive i never seen something similar not sure if yeah. maybe other blockchains uh i'm not sure exactly maybe you know better than yeah. me because you like do like a, your own research but yeah. i think it's pretty pretty unique project and uh, what is yeah what is the opportunities on the market here yeah so so i would say that a lot of other people just focus on fractional ownership but they don't have the airbnb booking platform concept as well so we're really focusing on these two elements and bringing them together and i think that's what sets us apart from all of these other um fractional ownership platforms that that are developing on on, on other chains and some of them that you already see in the web 2 world um, the reason we chose the, the secondary home market is that, number one, it's a market that's growing. Um, so the growth is there. It's a large market and it continues to grow. And as you pointed out, I mean, millennials and I, and I view myself very much in that category where, you know, we want to travel. We don't want to be stuck in one area. We want to travel. We want to go see the world. We want to work from different countries and we want to have the ability to not only just stay in hotels, but to also stay in properties. And so what better than to give people the opportunity to, to do that, as well as own a piece of, of the property where they can view it as a appreciating investment that has the benefits of actually being available to stay. So you really take all the, all the plus points of, uh, of the, let's say, holiday secondary home market, and you sort of limit or mitigate all the downsides. And I think that's what's so unique about this proposition. And so if I look at the kind of the vision of this, ultimately, we want to be a, a global platform with a global offering. But I think initially, um, we have to kind of roll this out in stages. So we've decided that we want to focus on Europe. And the first market that we're going to focus on is Spain. And the reason we're going to focus on Spain is that Spain is a top five European country. It's a very well structured, mature uh, real estate market. Um, it has a lot of desirable um, locations and secondary homes across the Iberian Peninsula, 
Um, you, you yourself are from Spain, so you'll know all the different areas, whether you're in the south of Spain, whether you're on the islands like Ibiza, Mallorca, you have so many beautiful uh, properties and opportunities across the whole country that I think it's a very attractive starting point. And, um, and also it will enable us to gear up the platform from a compliance and legislative legislative uh, legislation point of view, uh, because of course that area is always shifting, and so we've been putting a lot of work in with with um, with lawyers to try to make sure that we can offer um, something that is very compliant and that can also be scaled. Um, and so once we start in Spain, then we would probably look at uh, going pan-European and then beyond Europe, then we would look at other locations around the world. So you can see long-term vision having this fantastic global platform with beautiful properties all over the world in great locations um, that are available for people not only to invest in, but also to enjoy, enjoy themselves with many benefits that would come uh, as part of their uh, fractional ownership. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you you start in, in Europe, in Spain, <laughs> of course. Uh, and yeah, I totally agree. Is uh, The real estate industry in Spain is top uh, in terms of investments, opportunities, properties. Um, there are a lot of uh, tourism there. One of the biggest countries in terms of uh, yeah tourism, you know, people from, from uh, not only from Spain, also from Europe and from uh, America, across the globe, right? Is, is one of the top uh, real estate market, definitely. Um, and also and yeah. for, for global nomads, in a sense, especially since COVID. True. In many cities and countries, there have been a lot of people relocating who can work online, who are no longer tied to office jobs. And you can see that in make it season office space as well that is developing, that a lot of people are no longer going back to offices. And that group of people is only going to grow over time. So this can also very much cater to that community of people, which is a very significant size in many places who are looking to stay for somewhere for, you know, short term, a little bit longer term, who move around and who are no longer tied down to just one place to live and work. Yeah, it's one of the countries now that is through the program in the program Nomad Startup Visa. Yeah, You can, I think, travel to Spain for, I think, for five years, if I'm not wrong and live there and, and have your own business. And this is something like pretty new as well. And uh, it's more opportunities, right? As you mentioned, for entrepreneurs and for investors to to live in, in, in Spain. And uh, yeah, that's, that's totally true. And um, next question is because you try to like do something similar to Airbnb with like uh, other features, but totally on chain on the ICP in the, in, in the blockchain. Um, you mentioned a few things, George, that that's true, you know, uh, for example, like verification, trustability, rely on third parties, all these things uh, for me sounds like blockchain, <laughs> definitely, like how we can improve uh, Web2 businesses. And in that case, how we can improve Airbnb, that is, it's huge. But my, my question here is, uh, you know, similar, for example, to open chat, right? That is, is uh, like similar to Telegram or, or WhatsApp or, or hot or not, right? That is similar to TikTok, but they add value in terms of, as we mentioned, uh, you know, verification, trustability, not relying in, in, in third parties, not relying in legacy IT tech, like Google Cloud, Amazon Web Services or whatever. In, in case of the state DAO, what, what is the benefits uh, that you can stand out like, yeah, this is why we are building this project on, on the blockchain and specifically on the internet computer 
yeah and uh, and why right yeah yeah so there's a number of reasons um why i think this lends itself really well to blockchain and specifically um the internet computer um and if i kind of focus on let's say the, the top four or five which which i think are most applicable um number one is going to be the sort of speed and scalability right so with with the internet computer you know we have the throughput we have the low latency to support you know large amounts of transactions and you know those transaction costs are low and so as people look to do transactions because it's it's not just going in for fractional ownership of the um, of the property but you know creating then a secondary market where people can actually trade their uh, their ownership through nfts um, and so creating a very liquid marketplace where people can then access that liquidity um, very quickly and very cost effectively is is very important and that's i think one of the things that that we will we will benefit let's say from from uh, building on the uh, on the internet computer um, the other thing that's that's really important obviously is is uh, the security um, so, I mean, you know, as the IC itself is incredibly robust and very secure and with this, with the sort of information that we're talking about, um, and this is, you know, information related to the, to, to the property information related to, um, you know, uh, detailed, um, data, for example, personal data, etc. you know, all of that, we need to be able to have all of that sit on very, very secure, um, rails. And so I think, you know, with, with the IC, we have a very, very good fit there. Um, and, you know, the ability to store data as well, right? So, I mean, it's no secret that on the IC, you can store large amounts of data for a fraction of the price of many of the other blockchains. Um, I mean, you know, we've seen the costs of trying to store data on Ethereum, which are just absolutely astronomical. So, you know, when you start to really scale this out and when you really build in huge amounts of information on all the different properties, etc., you know, we want to be able to have a blockchain where we can store large quantities of data securely and cheaply. And so that that's a very, very important, important piece here. I mean, the other thing, obviously, which a lot of people, funny enough, don't talk enough about is how env environmentally friendly the, I the IC is as a blockchain compared to many other blockchains. And so the whole green credential as well, you know, we're moving into a world now where sustainability is more and more important. So the green credentials of building on the IC are very positive. And so that's an important aspect for us as well. And then kind of finally, the interoperability of, of the IC. So a lot of the, the um, you know, the, the latest developments around CKBTC, CKETH, uh, rumors of possibly CK Sol coming down, down the pipeline, you know, so so the ability to to be able to bring in liquidity from a lot of these other blockchains um, is is very very interesting for us, um, and so those sort of things make the make us kind of building on IC very attractive, and then I would sort of say one last thing, which is probably we didn't touch on, but I think lends itself very nicely to 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 blockchain is imagine what we can do on this platform in terms of building a borrowing and lending. Um, protocol where you can effectively use, um, you know, uh, tier one property as collateral to be able to borrow and lend. And that could be super, super interesting. So you could, you know, you could create packets of property on the platform and actually collateralize them to be able to borrow and lend. And so you, you can build a super interesting uh, protocol on top of that, which is being, being uh, let's say, collateral, collateralized by top grade property that's in Europe. 
um, you know, physical assets, which, which I think a lot of people would have a lot of confidence on. And so there's a lot of interesting innovation that you can do on top of this. Um, and so we, you know, that's a whole nother discussion that could go on for a long time about all the different ideas that we have that we can actually incorporate or bolt onto this, to this platform or this infrastructure layer. So yeah, th that gives you kind of a little bit of an idea in terms of our, our thought process around blockchain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about, you know, the simple transaction between buyers and sellers, you know, uh, or rent properties similar to Airbnb. But then when you mention about collateral, you know, and package of properties, in yeah. my mind, it's like exploding. It's like, wow, yeah. There are a lot of different things, a lot of different business models that yeah. I can see here. And yeah, yeah that's, that's incredible. Have you mentioned, we can discuss hours from <laughs> with yeah, these types yeah. of it's... initiatives and things. Um, let's focus on now. Sorry, sorry just, to, just to add to that, I mean, the obvious point, which you mentioned, of course, I mean, we all know if we look at an Airbnb model, uh, you know, the cost yeah. of transaction is, is, can be as high as 30%, right? In terms of um, the, the, the landlord and, and let's say the person renting all around, mm -hmm. they pay Airbnb about 30%, you know, utilizing, um, you know, utilizing blockchain, we can bring that down considerably. Um, and so from a, from a cost point of view, it becomes much more attractive. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's talk about the platform exactly. Um, I also review your white paper. I see like different part of the protocol. Uh, I see like the state DAO, state NFT, state Mart, my state, uh, and different aspects, you know, buy, trade, earn, book. Can you explain a little bit more? Not sure if maybe Tina can, can, uh, take this part or, or you George, uh, but how, is, how it works exactly, the, the platform? Of me as a user, if I, I'm, I'm assuming the, the project is not, uh, at least you have the MVP, but I assume it's not yeah. uh, live, right? But you are working on. But yeah. uh, now as a user, how I can interact with the platform or what is your idea? Once someone enters in the website, what is the process, how, how it works, everything? In the yeah, so I, I can jump in if you'd like, just initially, just to give you a very basic idea. And um, we're very close to having let's say the MVP ready. Um, but you can imagine a very, very user-friendly front end where you would go in, um, you know, you would have the ability to register yourself on, on the, on the platform. You would be able to then automatically create a wallet very, very quickly. Um, then you would have effectively a whole portfolio of different properties that you could, you could look at. And in those, and in those, um, in that portfolio, each property would have its own card. You would go in there. You would have all the details of the property, right? So you'd have super high resolution images of the property. Um, you know, the the inside of the property, the outside, the community area. Um, you would have all of the, um, let's say, fundamental information on that property. Um, you'd also have. Um, you know, comparables, right? So um, what what is the, for example, average price per square meter or per, per square feet of properties in that area? Um, maybe some comparable information on properties, similar properties that have sold within the last six or 12 months. So really giving you a tremendous amount of in-depth local information already in, in, the, in the platform it, to enable you to be able to make a decision as to whether you'd want to invest in that property or not. And so you'd, we, we would sort of set that up in a very kind of visual, appealing and easy uh, non-friction kind of non-friction way to, to navigate. 
Um, and then you would sort of simply go in and um, you would, you know, you would choose to invest and you could go then through that sort of customer acquisition piece. And, and that would be various stages to then eventually be able to, uh, to take fractional, a fractional uh, ownership of that property, which would come in the representation of an NFT, right? And so that NFT would represent the ownership in that property. And then with that NFT, you would be able to open up yourselves to all sorts of different rewards and, and possibilities within the ecosystem of a state DAO. So then you would have access to these other verticals, um, like the uh, the marketplace, for example, you know, that marketplace would be designed to be able to get liquidity. So, you know, property in itself is a re relatively illiquid, illiquid asset, asset class. So having the marketplace allows people to access liquidity if they if they want to. Um, then you would have the 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 booking the booking aspect, which is kind of what we call the Airbnb, which is where all the properties would be um, would be on that platform. Then you would have the ability with your NFT and with with many of the benefits that come with it to to potentially rent those properties for various nights. You you know depending on what tiers and what rewards you have, you could have X amount of free nights, for example, um, at certain properties, etc. Um, and then um, you know, you would have access then to many other types types of rewards as you contribute more and more to the ecosystem. And we would have different layers of that. So everything from, you know, uh, in order to, to try to validate all the information on those properties, we, we could use local community members, for example, in that area. We would have um, message boards where people could actually post images um, people that had actually physically gone to see the property just to kind of verify everything that's on there because I think the one important piece to this is being able to verify that all the information is accurate right you don't want to end up buying a property um, with an idea that's in the it's in this beautiful gated community with with lovely views etc um, but then to find out that you know next to that gated community is a massive highway with five lanes it's noisy and you know that wouldn't be ideal so you know this idea of being able to then verify so we could have community members contribute in that form um, almost act as validators that the information is is all correct so these are some of the ideas that we're thinking through at the moment and you know as we kind of map all that out you know that will sort of come together in in the in the MVP, mvps um and for our kind of beta beta version um but you know once you start to think about it you can see how we can really get the community involved in every aspect of this you know um and then the last thing that's very important is that the nft would also um you would also take advantage of rental income that's generated from those properties Right. So that's effectively the yield that you would get on that investment. So, you know, as that property is rented out, you would then receive monthly income on that straight into your wallet. Um, and uh, and so, you know, you're you're really taking advantage of multiple aspects of, of a state DAO. Mm -hmm. OK, yeah. Uh, let, let me try to put an example to understand better. For example, I'm part, imagine I'm part of the state DAO, I invest in a state DAO and I have like NFTs. Um, we see like a property in Ibiza, for example. Yeah. State DAO buy the property, like imagine like, I don't know, $2 million, right? Like a villa, a beautiful villa in front of uh, Calabasa or, or whatever, in, uh, or Esvedra in, in Ibiza. Uh, and then I have like, 10 NFTs, the value of each NFT, or it's like, imagine I have like $10,000 or $20,000 value on, on the, on these NFTs. It means I'm part, I have like a portion of, 
uh, this property and I can get some monthly incomes and, and like uh, uh, generating like annually yields just to be like part of this uh, uh, community and just to be, you know, like part, have a, like a portion of the ownership of this property. That's correct. Yes, that's exactly right. So you, you would own part of that property um, and you would you would then take, you know, be uh, subject to receiving your portion of the rental income that's generated from that property. Um, additionally, as well, uh, you would be subject to certain rewards, which would mean that you would, for example, on that beautiful Ibiza property, uh, maybe you get five nights uh, a year free uh, where you could choose to, to go in and actually enjoy the property yourself, um, which, which I think is, is something that's um, very appealing to certainly people in our generation. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Definitely, yes. And, and from the seller um, side, the people that selling the houses, how is the process? How they can get some some revenues here, or or is only for for like people that uh, are part of the DAO? Or if you see one opportunity, for example, in Mallorca, um, how is the process to talk with the seller, negotiate with them? As a DAO, you you send like a proposals in in the uh, NNS or in that case in in the state DAO. Once you have the tokens, how it works? What is the process exactly here? to yeah. buy these properties and then put in your platform to like the, in general, the people or investors buy these NFTs. Yeah. So, I mean, we would have, you know, effectively um, when we become, when we become a DAO, um, we would then uh -huh. have the government's governance aspect. So you would stake your tokens, you would have a say in, in all the decision-making and what would effectively happen is that you could, if you identified, let's say a beautiful property in Mallorca, like you've just mentioned, um, yeah. and you think that this would be a good investment, um, then you would be, have the possibility of, of putting through a proposal uh, for the DAO to consider. And, and if that's approved, then a consideration would be made to, to make that investment. So, you know, these are the sort of things which I think are incredibly powerful. Uh, because then we could really leverage what is the global community, right? So as we as we just look in Spain, there's beautiful areas across Spain. But then imagine once we really go global, and you can really then rely on a global community that might have that incredible local knowledge where they could actually identify amazing investment opportunities and then propose that to the DAO. That's a very yeah. very powerful concept, um, and uh, and then and then those uh, those decisions can be made. And I think that's really kind of. The direction of where of where we're going and why we want to be a DAO in the first place, uh, to really give our community members the uh, the ability to uh, to to at least propose those those sort of things. Yeah, exactly. And this is the difference compared, for example, with a uh, Web two or normal real estate. Right, you are focusing in okay. one market. You that's are right. like expert in that market, and that's it. But here, the concept is different. Is globally, you have like yeah. these local community members that you mentioned, like people that know these opportunities and knows the market everywhere, and uh, right. they can submit proposals. You know, uh, like for different properties, but maybe even you don't know the cities or the towns or whatever, right? And then uh, you have people that can, you know, send pictures, uh, review the area. And, right. and know exactly everything about this local uh, specific uh, site and that's something something really cool yeah and that's a, a kind of important point and a very powerful point it helps kind of verify all the information right so when you have community members that either live in that area or able to visit that area um you know nothing is stopping them then from 
doing their own due diligence, they can take pictures of the property, they can do write-ups, they can put it onto a community board. Um, you know, we can rate rate people that are contributing towards that. And then we have a lot of a lot of additional information that will help us uh, make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. And a part of the the NFT or rental income, the yield that the, the users or the owner of this estate DAO are generating, there is a, what is the, the how like estate DAO generates revenues? You have like also you have some part of, or you charge some commission. I mean, like for in general, the, the core team and, you know, to, to for the developers to build the, their applications and, and the, in general, how like you can generate also like revenues it's like a, you get some a small percentage of each transaction Correct. or how it works exactly yeah so so the the revenue model will be a very small percentage of every transaction um and that that will be enough to to fund let's say the core team and and make it sustainable long term um but we're talking about a very small percentage so you know we're talking about you know massive differences compared to what somebody would pay today in order to to do a transaction with these sort of properties. Um, and so it would be very, very small, um, a small percentage. And, um, and, you know, in order to try to keep the whole concept as economically viable as possible. Mm-hmm. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. And I also am curious about the partnership thing. Uh, the ICP ecosystem is is huge. You're really well connected with everyone. A lot of founders. You are from from Genesis, and you are also like node provider investor. Like, what is the here? You know the uh, your idea in terms of partnership. I'm thinking like maybe Origin or or uh, other projects. Um, are you like talking now with with? Uh, I assume yes, but if you can dive in more in that, which projects you think could be potentially help you, you know, to onboard users or promote the project or collaborate in some way? You have some 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 projects in mind, or this, now you are just building the the, the state DAO, the core team, and, and building everything, yeah. and then this is like in in the second stage or second phase of the project. Yeah, so it's still relatively early days, and the main focus has been on the initial concept and idea. So we've been building out the the MVP of the platform. We've been working with lawyers and regulators to try to understand how best to structure this um, and also building up our core team. So that's really been the main focus. But having said that, um, like you said, it's a large ecosystem, but at the same time, it's not as large as some of these other ecosystems. And so um, once you're in it long enough, you you get to know all the sort of key projects and founders and stakeholders. And so I I see that there could be a lot of interesting projects that we can collaborate with. I mean, Origin obviously is is, is a big one, and that's something that uh, we would be really interested in. also, we like the, the Hot or Not team because I think they have an ability of being able to attract large amounts of customers onto their platform. And so, you know, one of the issues I think with Web3 projects in general is, is the ability to bring customers in. And, um, and so, you know, when you see some projects that are able to do it, that becomes quite interesting in order to try to get the product out there. So, so we can see collaborations there. Also with some of the DEXs, right? So, um, I mean, the, the, the recently launched Helix um, platform, which fantastic team, great product. Um, you know, we would definitely want to um, have some liquidity around the token when we, when we do issue one. Um, and sort of just aligning ourselves with projects that are gaining traction, right? And projects that have a, 
have have a um, have a strong customer base is is important. So a lot of ideas I think we're talking about, but I mean we haven't yet got to the point I think now um, where where we're sort of putting in let's say more um, or, or let's say signing more collaborations. But but it is all coming down the pipeline, and and those are some of the let's say founders and companies that we we would probably look at initially. Mm -hmm. Great, yeah. And you mentioned like a few a few teams, a few projects, uh, Origin, Hot or Not. Uh, I think here, like, of course, the key as well is the user experience and UI, right? Because uh, in blockchain and Web3, it's difficult to have, like, a, something smoothly that people can just join or, or enter in the platform, log in with their wallet and, and just do things, right? In general, now in Web3, blockchain is, is like a complex thing. You have to go in a lot of and click in a lot of different buttons and buttons and it's not it's not smoothly it's not easy to to understand uh i for example try a platform rubaru rubaru is another cool project now they are um it's like similar to instagram right but on the internet computer and i love the way that uh the platform and the interface is work it works because it's super simple and super fresh and super easy to use and I think here is the key, of course, of state DAO. You mentioned you have in your mind, and, and you mentioned before, the way that you want to structure the website and looks like this, like super easy to, to understand and, and uh, uh, pretty simple to use. And I think this is this is the key, of course, to uh, onboard more users on in the Web3 space, right? Because people sometimes feel afraid to try new things. And uh, if they cannot go directly and rent a property or... or, or uh, or see like pictures of the houses in 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 a few seconds in two cl clicks. Uh, maybe they you know like uh, I think this is the best way to to yeah. onboard more users definitely. Yeah, I mean there's no doubt the user experience is is critical and just making it as frictionless as possible. Uh, so that means getting people into the platform within under a second, having access to all the information at their fingertips and being able to just go through the various different pages seamlessly and effort effortlessly is, is absolutely key. So mm -hmm. uh, so that's going to be a big focus. Um, but funnily enough, um, you know, I don't see the, the, the tech side being the challenge here. So I think we'll we'll be able to to have something that's really clean and really easy to use. Um, yeah. It's going to be more around, let's say, the um, the regulatory uh, landscape on on how we can do this in a compliant way, which which I think is important. So so um, so yeah, but I agree exactly with what you're saying. I mean that that is important for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is exactly my last question: is uh, diving a little bit more about the regulation. You mentioned you are you have like a good team of lawyers and uh, yeah. you're focusing maybe before in Europe in in Spain, but then you want to escalate like globally. Uh, real estate maybe is a mature market. Yeah, right? it's not something totally new. It's pretty mature market, and there are a lot of uh, people involved, a lot of big companies, uh, big enterprises. Uh, how how are you managing these um, these type of uh, difficulties? Maybe I assume is as you mentioned is yeah. one of the things that you need to face uh, and you need to work hardly, you know, like tirelessly, tirelessly to to get all these things covered. What is your 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 idea here, or how you want to face these these uh, regulation problems? Yeah, so I mean, the regulation. I don't like to to refer to regulation as a problem. I think a lot of people look at regulation and they shy away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, like to, I mean, I like to view it more as an opportunity. So I think if you can get it right from day one, 
you can really mm -hmm. set yourself up for long-term success. And that's why we're spending a lot of time at the moment with, with lawyers in order to be able to get the base right. Uh, because the important thing here is the ability to scale this, because it makes no sense to do this if you can't scale it. And so the, the, key, the key consideration here is how do we build a compliant platform that can be scaled? And, and that's really what we're working with um, the lawyers on at the moment. And, um, and so we, we have a relatively clear roadmap in terms of how we think we can do it. And, um, and so that's kind of what we're going through at the moment. And the idea of starting in Spain, as we mentioned earlier, is it's an attractive market to kick this off in. Um, but if we can get it right for Spain, then we, we only need to tweak things a little bit to then get into the rest of Europe. And then all of a sudden you're in a market with 550 million people, um, you know, with very, very attractive um, property markets across Europe. I mean, just the Mediterranean alone. I mean, you can just think of all the different countries, whether it's Greece, Portugal, um, you know, France, Italy. I mean, you have lots of great options. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of how we're thinking a little bit. With Spain, we can then grab the rest of Europe, and then from Europe, we can start looking a little bit more global. Uh, but this is going to be very much a step-by-step -step process, um, yeah. and we want to get it right from day one so that we can scale up. And that's really the key thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, that's the key thing. And um, what is the next steps for you guys, Tina, George? Uh, what is the uh, the roadmap? What do you think in this 2024? You're still working on the platform. But how like you see like stay down in the next two to five years? Yeah, so in the next two to five years, I can imagine us having a platform with hundreds of different properties um, across across the world um, with, you know, possibly hundreds of thousands of customers that are interacting with it that are form part of the community and are really enjoying the benefits that we're bringing to the market. Um, and so, you know, I can kind of see that five, five to seven years out. Uh, so that's really, really exciting and, and effectively, you know, um, build in this enormous ecosystem of, um, of, of people that can really not only enjoy the property, but actually um, make really positive investments and actually give them the ability to get into the real estate market, um, especially those that, that haven't had the opportunity to do so. Um, but uh, in terms of short term next steps, I mean, there's, there's no secret that we want to we want to do an SNS sale. Um, and that's what we're working on at the moment. So we're working really, really hard to get everything ready for that. And, you know, I don't like to put a timeline on it, but we think it's doable within the next seven to eight weeks. So call it under two months. Um, and I'm excited about that because then we convert into a DAO, which is really what our short term, let's say, objective objective is. Um, and then uh, and then obviously with with the funding that we're able to attract, then we can really start, um, you know, hiring more people for the core team, more developers, etc., to really, really build this out. So very, very excited about the future. I'm really kind of positive about it um, and really staying true to to what I think is the best use case for blockchain, which is really bringing real world assets on chain. Um, and I think we're seeing that done successfully in other asset classes. Um, so I think it's about time that we see some companies do this successfully with real estate. So that's what's kind of, I find, really, really exciting. Yeah, that's, Tina, that's I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over. I think I've monopolized a lot of this and apologies. No, 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 George, not at all. I think, I think you've, you've given a really good storyline of, of what we're trying to do. And, you know, I think this is a very much a long-term project, right? There's a lot of steps to be taken. That's why we're starting up in Spain to have a proof of concept country. But then like George said, right, we want to scale it. 
But for the immediate future, this is, you know, where we're looking to be first. And from there, you know, it will be the gateway to Europe and, and to other places as well. So exciting times ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, after, you know, like we have other examples like diamonds, watches, gold, right? Real world <laughs> assets, it's, it's important, of course. And uh, I think Internet Computer is the best blockchain to do these projects. And then real estate, I think, is, is the next step or is another level. Uh, yeah, all the best guys. Uh, I, I, it was uh, super, it has been super uh, interesting talk with you. Um, also, like, of course, you have my full support for the, the, the SNS in terms of marketing or, or you know, like uh, spread the word about this if it's in, in, in two months or three months. Looks really interesting project. Uh, yeah, George Basadone, Tina Rohner, uh, the, the founders of uh, State DAO. Uh, all the best to be honest I'm super bullish in this project and also I know you are you are also collaborating and you are surrounding with the best people to to do this project uh you have any last thought to the ICP um, um, community for the let's talk ICP podcast no just we would love the support of the community on this um I think it's an important project and um you know we're really looking forward to to working with with people in the community to make it come to fruition so you know um and and also good luck to all the founders out there i think it's going to be a big year for the for icp in general um hopefully uh, this is a year that we're, we're able to uh, to really really grow and and get new users and, and new people in the ecosystem so super excited about the future and um javier thank you very much for your time i appreciate it and uh yeah we will keep you posted on our progress sounds good yeah tina do you have any last thought for the community no i mean looking forward you know to work with everyone looking forward to their support also if anyone wants to reach out to us just, you know, individually for any questions, we're absolutely open to it to take any advice or collaborate. So yeah, we're we're here for it and 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 we're excited for the future. Nice. How is the best way to to connect with you guys? You have like Twitter handle, Twitter accounts, yeah. social Yeah, so so we just we we recently set up our, our Twitter account. So you can go to Estate DAO. Um, we're on there. Uh, you can contact us through through that. Um, we'll be building that up more and more. So you're gonna see more of our stuff go out, but um, yeah, um, feel free to, to reach out and uh, we really look forward to, to sharing all the updates over the course of the next few months. Perfect. Thank you so much, Tina and George, for your time. Yeah, and see you soon. All Appreciate the best. It. Thanks, Javier. Take Bye, care. Guys. Thank you so much, Take Javier. Care. Bye. Bye.